This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that help anyone who loves a book, whether you're a librarian, an author, a bookseller, or a publisher. The truth of the matter is that the advice coming out of these conversations is for anyone in the creative marketing across many different industries. Today's guest, Brian Collins, is an author from Ireland who helps writers build authority and earn a living from their creative work, which is amazing. Can't wait to talk to him. He's also a former Forbes columnist, and his work has appeared in many publications like Fast Company. Welcome. How are you today, Brian? I'm very good. It's great to be here, Maria. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So the first thing I want to talk about is how long do you actually run? How how far distance do you actually run? I know I read in the icebreakers that you were a long distance runner. Tell us a little bit. I about am. Yes. So, so so I I enjoy long distance running. I'm in a member of a local athletics club. It's about uh, 15 minutes from my house, and there's a canal near my house where I go for a run sometimes. So it's about a 10 mile route. So I try and do that once a week, and then I do a couple of shorter runs as well. Uh, I don't know about your listeners, but I find that when you're working all day at a computer, it's good to go outside and do something in the fresh Absolutely. air. And uh, yeah. running is a cheap sport and it's portable. You can do it anywhere. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Um, yes, I was a runner before children and then I'm more like a short distance runner. I, I did run half marathons and marathons back when I was much younger. So that's why I was very intrigued by your running. Um, so let's talk about your journey into the work that you're doing. So tell us what you do and how you got there. Sure. So I run a site for writers called Become a Writer Today. And on the site, I publish practical advice about the craft of writing, about how to earn a living, freelancing, and so on. So I started the site back in 2014. Uh, myself and I wrote a lot of the articles and content on the site these days I kind of work with freelance writers who contribute content to to the site um, the site actually came out of a time in my life when I was unemployed and couldn't find any work and I wanted to set up a blog about tech, a tech blog like Lifehacker and then I quickly found that it was very difficult for one uh, ex-Irish journalist to compete with a big media organization so I said to myself well, what's the one thing I do know something about that's evergreen mm-hmm. and that's not as competitive as technology and that was writing so i changed it relaunched the site um because i'd studied to be a journalist and i'd also spent a lot of time reading about the craft of writing over the years Uh, so i guess that was the first time i was able to take what i learned and do something constructive with it Uh, it took a few years for it to become a site that got traffic but yeah it was a pleasant surprise when it did that's amazing and so you were a journalist before you studied to become a journalist and have you published yourself was yes yes so I studied to be a journalist back in the early 2000s and I was a technology journalist in Ireland I wrote for some newspapers uh reviews of printers and phones and games and all that kind of stuff that people in the technology niche or niche as you say in the United States cover um it was quite difficult for a journalist to get work in Ireland because it's a small country and there's a few big media organizations and then the recession happened so it became even more difficult to get work um, so eventually I found myself working part-time as a journalist and then not at all. And I got quite frustrated with it and I gave up on journalism altogether. But I was also doing some work as a copywriter. So a copywriter is basically somebody who writes words that sell products and services. And 
I got a job then in a, for a British software company on a content marketing team. Um, and on, at that, by that point, I was also, I'd started my own site. So I guess I kind of transitioned from journalism to, to writing online and that covered my own blog and, and copywriting as well. I love the pivots. I think it's really important to be flexible and to know when it's time to change when there's not a pandemic forcing you to change, right? <laughs> um, so the people listening to this podcast, they're going to be interested in your thoughts on content marketing. So let's say I was a writer and um, I have a website and let's say, you know, I, I just signed a deal and I'm gonna have a book coming out and I'm super excited. What is it that, what kind of advice would you give me on, you know, the area of content marketing? Because from the experience I have, a lot of writers think, I got a book deal. The book's going to sell. But that's not yeah. really the case. If you do nothing, it's, nothing really happens. It's not the case. So I spent a lot of time interviewing uh, successful authors, nonfiction, nonfiction, about how they make a living from writing. Um, authors like James Clear and, and so on, and Daniel Pink. And what I've discovered is, unless you're a really big household name, most authors don't earn a living from one book. They actually earn a living from either a back catalog of work. So they've written dozens of books over the years and they put in the hours and the first book sells the second book and so on. Or alternatively, they're using their nonfiction book as a type of calling card into the introduces readers to the rest of their business. So they sell the book perhaps at a loss, but readers will join their email list and then they'll perhaps buy one of their courses or go to one of their talks um, or hire them for one of their services. Uh, or alternatively, the person is writing a book because they want to land a public speaking gig or build credibility. So, so typically authors don't, or nonfiction authors don't write a book with the sole goal of earning a living from that book. It's, it's part of a wider ecosystem within their business. Whereas that with fiction authors, they tend to move towards the back catalog approach. If you think of Stephen King, I suppose, I mean, he's, he's dozens and dozens of books. Um, doesn't need to do anything to sell his books. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because I have found the authors that I come into contact with who are making a living off of their writing, it's through multiple streams of revenue, like you said. It's, it's not just from the book sales, but it's speaking. It's selling books at different events and things like that. Um, what are some things that you recommend that authors do in the meantime? So here I am, I'm waiting for my book to come out. I have a website. How can I really utilize my platform to market myself as an author? So do something every day for your craft, something that you enjoy. So that, that could be the act of writing if you're a writer. And then do something every day that helps build your business or build your platform online in some way. Um, I mean, if you've written a book or you're waiting for a book to come out, you, you, you could start writing articles about the topics inside of your book for other publications online or for other sites. And then you could have a call to action at the bottom of those articles that directs readers uh, or listeners, if it's a podcast interview, uh, to your website and ask them to join your email list and give them something for free so that their, their listeners or readers are encouraged to give away their email address. And then you can build a relationship up with them over time. Uh, another approach that can work quite well is if, you have a site of your own that has starting to get some traffic, start publishing content there more consistently. Because um, if you know a little bit about keyword research and SEO, you'll find that not this week or not this month, but perhaps over the next year or two, you'll start building more and more traffic and then you'll find it easier for the next book and the next book. Um, I've also talked to some authors lately who are using Twitter to validate their books. I interviewed one author who 
uh, put a, a long thread on Twitter about content marketing and she got a great response. So she asked people, would they be interested in buying a book on the topic? But she hadn't written the book, and but her follower said yes. Uh, so she put up a Gumroad link and to her surprise, uh, a number of her followers pre-ordered the book. Uh, and I think she had a six-figure launch as a result. Wow. Um, so tw- tw- Twitter is a great platform these days for for authors, particularly non-fiction authors. I stopped using it for a while, but it's actually changed quite a lot. Um, and there's definitely engagement there if you're, if you're prepared to spend some time on it. Brian, I have one last question for you. You talked about how you were solely writing articles, but that now you have freelance authors and writers submitting and contributing to your website, correct? Yeah. I think that's really key to point out that when you talk about SEO and you talk about traffic, when you have other freelancers bringing their networks to your space, so let's say Joe, Joe writes for your website, Joe shares this on his social media. Hey, I have an article that's over here and directs all that traffic over to you. So that really changes the trajectory of your traffic. Wouldn't you agree? It can do. Yeah. So I I hadn't really considered their their audiences. I guess some of the freelance writers that I work with just want to work as a freelance writer. They're not necessarily building a platform of their own, but yeah, that could, that could certainly work. Probably should ask them that. The the way I think about it is, um, so there's a, I wrote an article about grammar a few years ago and I'm not a grammar expert. I don't like writing about grammar, but the article started getting a lot of traffic on the site. So I said to myself, well, how can I publish more content like this? Because this is Google telling me that it it likes seeing grammar articles on the site. So I was able to find a grammar writer who produces articles every week about grammar. And she knows far more about the topic than I ever will. And I've learned a lot of stuff reading her articles and that kind of brings a fresh voice uh, to the site. So somebody's listening to this and they're wondering, um, do I need to work with freelance writers? Well, well, ask yourself, are there articles that you'd like to publish on your site that you think will help your platform in some way or help you find more readers? If you don't have time to write them, perhaps you could find somebody who can. Uh, and that's, that's, that's been an approach that's worked quite well. It also depends on whether your site is a personal brand. So whether it's your name in the URL or whether your site is a brand within your industry or your niche or niche. I feel like that's the golden nugget in this interview right there. That's really, that's really smart. There was something else that you had mentioned. You talked about um, adding a tagline if you're writing a blog post and directing traffic back to your website, asking people to, you know, here, I'm going to give you this for more information. And in exchange, you're going to give me your email and I'm going to build my email list. You actually have an offer today that you're going to share with our listeners. So what is your offer? Sure. So if you visit becomearitertoday.com, I have a free book of writing prompts, which you can get. So that's the homepage, but you'll see like an opt-in box up at the top of the site. And it's packed full of different writing prompts, which you can use uh, for your craft. And we will put that link in the show notes. So you're really, truly practicing what you preach. And that is how you are connecting with your community and you're building a relationship with those who are joining you. Do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up today, Brian? Just if somebody's listening to this or watching this and they're wondering, you know, have I missed the boat? Is it too late to build a content site or to start blogging and find success online? Uh, I would say no, just just be patient, play the long game, go where your audience is and engage with them. I like that. You know where to find Brian for more information. We'll put all the links in the show notes. We look forward to our next interview that will air every Tuesday. So we'll see you next week. Until then, think outside the box and don't be afraid to reach your audience in new and creative ways. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, Bria.
Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.